So Rachel, I think uh, people may be confused because we're having a skin expert, a hormone and skin expert on today to speak to us at Business of the V. And people are probably wondering, what does this have to do with the V? But the bottom line is that the skin is the largest organ of the body. There are so many gynecologic issues that can be really shown through skin changes year after year. So I think it's really important that we're going to speak with Allie today. And does it work both ways with the skin when you're looking at gynecological diagnoses that the skin could be the symptom of or the result of what's going on in, in a woman's body? Yeah, absolutely. And the common thread really seems to be hormonal or hormone. So it's going to be fascinating to hear about the company she's created where she is testing women's hormones in an effort to help them with whatever skin issues they're dealing with. Can you help us understand how hormones physiologically affect the skin? So we talk a lot about hormones and, and we know they're responsible for so many different things. We often talk about the hormonal changes in the context of menopause, but for a lot of people, this idea of hormones and skin is a potentially new idea. You know, people yeah. understand, obviously they've noticed over the course of their menstruating life for people who are menstruators that, you know, they might be more prone to breakouts or oily skin during their cycle. But I think we're we're talking about a bigger view here in terms of hormones and skin. You know, Rachel, in menstruators, hormones follow a particular symphony, if you will, okay? So with day one being the first day of your period, in the mid-cycle of a 28-day cycle is when ovulation is going to occur. When ovulation occurs, estrogen levels really rise. When pregnancy doesn't occur after ovulation, the estrogen levels start to drop, progesterone levels rise really high in the third week of a cycle, and then both estrogen and progesterone drop quite a bit at the end. Stereotypically, progesterone might be the hormone that causes fatigue or PMS symptoms or even acne along with testosterone. But I think it's so important to really notice that the balance of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone are what are most important. So I'll be excited to learn more about how the skin can be essentially a diagnostic tool for what's happening hormonally and how you choose skincare. It's a whole new, it's a whole new category. I think my most, um, a curious uh, issue is that I'm so interested in the personalized care and at-home testing, which I think is becoming a huge boom. And uh, I'm very curious to hear what she has to say about that. Welcome to the Business of the V. Hello, friends and colleagues. I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. And I'm Rachel Braunschirm. Each week, we bring you the most fascinating investors, inventors, entrepreneurs, academics, and healthcare practitioners who are making things happen in women's sexual and reproductive health. If you are a woman, know a woman, have a business, or care about your V health and wellness, fasten your seatbelts and listen in to another informative and inspiring episode. 
Today, we're thrilled to be joined by Ali Egan, who is the founder and CEO of Veracity Self-Care, which is a personal skincare experience based on real data about hormones and other biofactors that impact skin and health. So that's a mouthful. Allie, welcome. And it, it looks is. like from your background that this company is really a reflection of everything that you've done up until this point. So what was the inspiration for Veracity? Well, definitely. Well, thank you for having me, Rachel and uh, Dr. Dweck, Alyssa. Good to see you as always. Um, yeah, no. So um, my background had been in in the skincare world, and I never, I didn't necessarily envision myself just kind of starting another thing just to start another brand. Like it's a very saturated market. There's lots of options for people. I've, in fact, that's one of the major problems. There's almost too many options. Um, so the the idea um, and it's really the need for it came from my own personal experience, um, where. Um, you know, I was, I guess, having some unknown hormonal imbalance issues. And out of nowhere, the only thing I realized that it was that I started having these dry, flaky patches on my skin. Um, and, you know, I'd always had oily skin. So I was kind of like, whoa, what is going on? Uh, I sought care for my dermatologist, of course, tried to Google and self-diagnose and all the things you're not supposed to do. Um, uh, and, and basically both sources sort of told me it's like, oh, it's contact dermatitis. Something's irritating your skin. No big deal. Do this. Um, well, followed all the protocol and, and really nothing helped and ended up basically dealing with this, um, for almost four years. Um, and it wasn't until what I thought was unrelated. I was trying to start a family um, and this definitely relates to your world a lot more and, uh, and having fertility issues and not knowing why. And, and, um, so went in for hormone testing related to fertility and they, uh, uncovered that I had an issue with my thyroid. I have Hashimoto's, which is a, a version of hypothyroidism. And, um, you know, then through my own research, trying to get pregnant, I realized not only was this a major cause of my infertility, but it was actually the root cause of my skin issues. And, and it just led me to be like, wow, like there, I'm working in skincare. I should be like best equipped to get, and talking to a physician, I should be best equipped to get answers to like what the real root causes are, especially like not only to fix my skin, but to also, you know, if I had known four years earlier that I had this thyroid issue, I, I don't think I would have had to go through what I had to on the fertility side. And, and so you know, I, I started like reflecting on my time at, at Estee Lauder and I'm like, you know, there's a lot of, of brands out there that talk about sort of health and wellness, but it's in this like, take care of yourself, take a bubble bath, use an eye mask sort of way, but, but no one is actually using real personalized health insights to drive, you know, product recommendations for the largest organ in your body. And so that's what we, you know, thought we could do differently with veracity. I absolutely love this story. I think it is so inspiring. And you've answered the age-old question is why is a skincare company on the business of the V? And the yeah. answer, of course, <laughs> is that everything always relates back to skin and general health and vaginal health, which are intricately yep. intertwined, of course. Um, so I'm fascinated. You picked up a thyroid issue through your skin. We pick up fertility issues, autoimmune issues, you know, hormone mm -hmm. imbalances, including the big one, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, right. perimenopausal mm -hmm. changes, menopausal changes. They all have um, ramifications with skin. Tell us what types of things you're testing for and tell us a little about your testing. 
Yeah, sure. So uh, we wanted to make the testing you know, easy because the point of our sort of service is to get insights to your skin and to get a little bit of insights into what is going on in your body. So if there is something more out of balance, you can seek additional help. We're not trying to, you know, diagnose PCOS or, or these big issues. So what we wanted to do was, hey, how do we take sort of this like functional medicine, holistic health approach and sort of using proactive testing and bring it to real people in a convenient way so that they'll actually do it and make the best choices for their skin and other areas of their health. So for us, that's through saliva testing, which for skin makes perfect sense also because you're, you're testing what's called bioavailable hormones or sort of the hormones that make it to the, to the surface level. If you would, if you were trying to diagnose it, Alyssa, you, you're the expert here, you know, uh, blood serum levels of, of hormones, you would not be doing saliva testing, but for our purposes, it's perfectly accurate. It makes sense. And um, so we, um, we worked with, uh, Alyssa and other members of our advisory board to help us figure out like what are important hormones we had done, um, a big pilot study where we looked at the hormones that we're testing now, as well as some other factors, um, and zeroed in on really the key five, um, uh, which are estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, uh, DHEA and cortisol. Uh, so we focus on these five um, because they are direct, they have direct relations to skin health. And so we can then tell you the, so what do you do about it now afterwards? Um, and the cool thing about hormones and hormonal health, quite honestly, is, is they are your body's messenger signals, right? So even if um, your estrogen is off because, you know, your thyroid is off because you have something going on in your pituitary or whatever the chain reaction is. If you really want to measure how, how is it manifesting in your body, like hormones and the hormones that we measure are the best, uh, or one of the best ways of doing so. So, you know, I think by measuring five hormones, and then we also test pH, because as we know from a lot of our customers, people, uh, you know, we've, <laughs> everyone has a story about trying a new skin product, being super excited about it, and then realizing their skin freaked out. And a lot of that can be due to, to pH sort of um, issues. And so, um, so those are the five, five hormones and then six uh, biofactors total that we test um, with our skin and health test. Very cool. One of the most exciting things for me is actually having patients come into my office right now with your reports uh, and so you know, cool. asking for my input <laughs> uh, regarding their reports from Veracity, which I think is pretty fun. Tell us about your reports. Let us know uh, who vets them, who's reviewing them, and, and what is a consumer to do with their reports? other than hopefully get some great skin out of it. Yeah, so, so we've, um, we've developed the recommendations with both um, uh, existing medical research. So saying, if you have these conditions, here's proven science on saying these are the likely outcomes and treatments. Um, along with our all of our medical advisors, when we're talking about skin, um, diet, uh, you know, exercise, all of these things, um, and then we've, uh, you know, so so now we have stress tested it, if you would, by having lots of women go through the process, manually reviewing all the results with, you know, internally with our advisors, looking up additional research, all of this kind of stuff, um, as well as working with a, a PhD in hormonal health. Um, and, you know, the cool, the, the interesting thing, I guess, is, is we uncover new situations all the time that we then build into the sort of recommendation algorithm, if you would. So it's constantly, we're constantly getting better at saying, oh, wow, there is this nuanced situation of this person has 
um, X condition, you know, that actually might make some other recommendations slightly more um, relevant for them. Um, you know, we always caveat this by saying if you have extreme sort of health issues that like you should always consult a doctor if you have, you know, if you're undergoing cancer treatment, I would say like the empowerment of knowing actually what is happening in your body and then getting like some, some clear next steps on what to do, whether that's for skin, um, or our recommendations also include like thinking about this whole health perspective. So we, we do give, um, specific personalized diet supplements and, uh, lifestyle, which is sort of like exercise and sleep. So by doing all of these things, you can really get your best skin. The, the only other thing I like to say that I just think it makes it more tangible is like in this world we live in now, we're all searching for the best, right? Like you go into Google and you're like, what is the best serum or what is, who is the best doctor or whatever the thing is. And that is totally relevant sometimes. And then totally not relevant other times. You know, in, in my case, I was like, what is causing my dry skin patches, for example. So I got the Google answer, which is like the number one thing. And I think in skincare, we've been especially trained to do this through things like, oh, biotin or collagen are yeah. the things to take where, you know, biotin specifically, there's actual medical reach out there that shows that if you're prone to acne and you take biotin, it can make it worse, right? So it's not necessarily saying what is the best for everyone on the planet, but what is the best for me? And that's what our results help to guide you towards. And sure. when you when guide you toward results, is it a particular brand? Is it then products that you sell? Is it, so do you, do you yeah, have a range sure. across skin and supplements and all those? So we rec for skincare, we do recommend our own products um, primarily because we've all, so how we're translating the, the hormone testing into the skincare is twofold. I'd say one is by uh, what I call putting a scientific definition behind clean beauty. And that means that all of our products are free of known or potential endocrine disruptors. This is work we did with a PhD in hormonal health. And that, that is actually, you know, cutting edge of clean beauty, quite frankly. And, and we're educating more people about this, you know, just as you shouldn't use, you shouldn't be drinking from a plastic water bottle all the time. You know, if you can avoid plastics in your skincare and soy and these other things that are known to, um, to disrupt hormones, but could be labeled natural or organic, then you're putting yourself, you're, you're giving your body a chance to rebalance itself essentially. So, so that's one. And then uh, our concentrates, which are sort of our targeted solutions were specifically designed with ingredients and actives to address the um, effects of hormonal imbalance in skin. Mm -hmm. So for example, our brightening support specifically address the effects of high estrogen in skin and a lot of the sort of hyperpigmentation mm -hmm. um, and melasma. And then, but we do, you know, everyone has, first of all, we are a new brand. We only have six skincare products. Um, so we do talk generally about ingredients that would be good for you and your skin in case, you know, you're also looking for a cleanser or a toner and we don't offer these things. So you do get those insights. So you would be like an informed shopper and know what to look for. And then for, as far as supplements, uh, we recommend third-party brands because we do not, 
when we, we might do that eventually, but when we do that, we want to do that right. Meaning sourcing correctly, having super quality ingredients, the research behind it, like the, the same things we're doing for skincare, but on, you know, the mm. other side. So, so for now we do uh, recommend, give you real options that you can actually buy. <laughs> You know, this is such a massive change from what I recall. It's just, do you have dry skin or oily skin or normal oh my skin, gosh, which yeah. of course is right, uh, you're like normal. Not, not a great, uh, not a great category. So here's today's hot flash. The skin is the largest organs in our bodies. Did you know that sex can actually make your skin glow during sexual activity? blood flow races to the skin surface and actually provides an afterglow. I want to just go to the um, comments you made about pigmentation because I, I see this a lot in my practice, particularly for women who are maybe on birth control pills or who are navigating some other sort of hormonal uh, replacement or even pregnancy where uh, melasma or this, um, you know, pigmentation, hyperpigmentation, particularly on the face in a uh, sort of a mask form uh, takes hold. Um, are, are, have you had before and after experiences yet that you can really look at and see such massive improvements? We've had a ton. I mean, myself being uh, the number one, I was, when we were first developing this line, I was pregnant with my son, Cooper. Um, I'm actually expecting again. Um, and, uh, and I've, you know, we, so when we were developing the product, we're like, look, we want to hold ourselves to like the top standards. So in, in the world of sort of uh, performance skincare, to me, one of the top brands is SkinCeuticals, right? A lot of people use yeah. that ferulic acid. And so we were uh, using half our face with our serum and half with, uh, with, with theirs and seeing better results. Um, and then we're about to release, should be in November timeframe, our, um, our actual clinical results, which we can share more data behind that. Um, but it is really exciting because it's, it's not just sort of clean with no performance, but there, there is real efficacy behind all of the products. So yeah. Alyssa, when someone brings in um, their veracity report into your office, what kinds of questions are they asking and what do you use that information for in terms of recommendations since you're yeah. an obstetrician, obviously not focused on, I mean, skincare is a part of overall care, but not as a dermatologist. But actually I never, I'm not a dermatologist and I do not play one on TV. But what I will say is this, there are so many gynecologic issues that have dermatologic findings. So it absolutely makes sense. Number one, because I love personalized medicine and I'm hoping that's where it will really go in future on so many levels. But, you know, yeah. I take into account their personal medical histories. Are they on birth control pills? Are they suffering with acne? Do they have hair growth on the face that maybe shouldn't be there? Uh, you know, do the testosterone and estrogen ratios make sense with what they look like as an individual in my office? So I uh, find it to be invaluable. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I do many times um, just confirm information with blood work just so that I can, you know, oh, uh, makes uh, sense. You know yeah. <laughs> sure that my clinical acumen is where it should be. Um, but I think that the place I see this to be so helpful is with the PCOS patient because they really do, you know, for the most part have altered uh, ratios of testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. And I'm imagining yeah. everybody's cortisol levels are super high right now, but uh, I'm sure uh, we'll figure well, the, that. the interesting thing about 
about cortisol actually has been, we've seen more women than not with actually lower than, than the normal range of cortisol, which sort of clinically, and again, I'm not a doctor, but which show signs of what they call adrenal fatigue, which I know is not a, you know, clinical diagnosis, but but it shows you that sort of you've, you've been so hyper-focused that now our body is not having that same response, which is really interesting, actually, even from a skincare perspective, because then it it would mandate, I would say, different ingredients that can help sort of revive skin versus just, you know, if you took an online quiz and said, how stressed are you on a scale of one to 10? First of all, all of this would probably say like eight or above. Second of all, you know, it would come to everyone being recommended the same thing. So I think by actually getting to to see where your levels are and, and it's it's just really eye-opening for people. Yeah. You know, um, do you get any pushback from your customers on cost? Um, I'm, you can certainly talk about uh, what things cost in terms of the testing and all, but, you know, it seems like people even balk at paying a copay in my office. So how do they feel about yeah. doing a direct to consumer type of thing that they really are going to put value on? Well, you know, this is something where I think education is definitely required in understanding how expensive these things are. We don't make a lot of money off the tests, right? Like lab testing is expensive. This is something personally, I feel like I would love to, you know, sort of pursue in my off time of like, why is it so expensive? Well, we have a bunch of these, uh, you know, basically a lab has to figure out state laws, federal laws, all this stuff. And there's just there's just not enough supply and demand, quite frankly, to lower the cost. I think that will change. Hopefully it will change when we're sort of out of this COVID debacle and we have a lot more excess capacity and some testing labs. So that's my hope. But what we try to do is just present it um, as options for, for showing people what the value is. So a lot of people, if you went and got a panel done with your doctor or you paid out, of, well, first of all, if you paid out of pocket, it'd be close to $1,000 and oh, we're charging yeah. $149. So I think it's in, in incredible, incredible value. And then if you think about, you know, the amount you're spending every year, potentially on skincare or trial and error of skincare, um, that's a huge issue. And then um, we were actually uh, FSA approved for the test. So you can use all of your FSA dollars uh, against that um, spend, which I think makes it really like a lot more manageable for people. So you're essentially paying for that pre-tax. But like over time, I would love to reduce the cost of, of the test to make it a bit more available to women. But I think how we're approaching it now is like, you know, for $149, like you can really get a, an investment um, in yourself and, and then know that like this power and confidence of like knowing you're making uh, the right decisions for your skin and broader health, I think is, is worth, is worth the price. Yeah. Got it. The FSA thing is big. Definitely. I, I think we, we sent down an email about it. It was like our most open email and I was like, yep, people care. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little more about your educational content, because I know, you, you know, we talked about Dr. Google already, so I, I, I'm imagining yeah. people are surfing your site uh, in, at the wee hours to get more information about their skin. The whole goal and, you know, ethos of the company and brand is really to be, to give people the tools they need to make the right decisions for them. And part of that is the, te- the personalized test results. And part of that's just, you know, information, allowing them to sort of access like unbiased research, thoughts, expert opinions, et cetera, and then be able to assess, okay, you know, it's just like any other risk. Like, you know, should you never drink alcohol? Probably, right? Like technically, (laughs) but you know, as adults, you educate yourself on what the risks and benefits are and you choose how much you drink. Like, 
you know, I think it's the same thing with, you know, skin and health generally. So what we wanted to do with the knowledge, which is our content platform is, is provide this and provide this sort of meld of like, you know, sort of like practical skin and skin meets health issues. The cool thing we do is we actually have all independent writers do this content. So it's independent um, journalists, uh, which most brands have, you know, a couple, one or two people on staff who just crank out content. But these are, you know, like actual established journalists who, you know, uh, work with experts like uh, Alyssa and get, you know, uh, real information, dig into studies and stuff. So, you know, yes, it's more expensive for us to do it that way. But I, I truly believe that that's where the value comes in and that we can, you know, uh, keep people, you know, interested in, in learning more about themselves. And then we write about topics that like, aren't so uh, like, you know, your top five summer sun picks, right? Like yeah. it's uh, one of our most read articles, for example, is I'm starting IVF. What's going to happen to my skin. And like that, I think is just so cool. Cause it's like, I mean, I've been there, I've gone through that. Like you're already going through so much crap and you're trying to hide it from everyone else, like at least at work. And, you know, you'd like to have some sort of warning as to like what you can expect, what you should do. Yes. Is there any product that you can use in advance? So, so that's what we're trying to provide to people. Fascinating. So you obviously got a lot of funding. I'm curious where people put you. Do they put, they think of you as a healthcare company? Do they think of you as a skincare company? Do they think Beauty. of you as a, a hormone company? Mm. Because you really cover a range and often investors have an industry focus or area of expertise. And with your model, I think you're challenging them to straddle a lot of different areas. Yeah, well, that's a cool thing. We actually have investors from all of these areas, right? Like we have investors who are healthcare investors, who are technology investors, who are uh, product and, and beauty investors. And that's what we want to build. We, we don't want to fit into this one silo. I mean, uh, I can't tell you how many times I talk to some investors and they're like, oh, you're a personalized skincare brand. I was like, nope, they don't get it. Like they don't get it <laughs> um, right away. Um, and the ones who got it, like really get what we're building and, and what it can evolve to over time. What I would say um, our vision is, is to really to create sort of a horizontal platform around um, hormonal health and the, the, um, the, you know, the personalized data products and services that can help, um, you know, people um, get solutions to, to their issues. So that will definitely evolve over time. We've, we've started in skincare because obviously it's my area of expertise, but I also think it's, and Alyssa can probably attest to this, like it's, it's just where most people start to take action because it's like, you don't start to connect the nuances of, of subtle symptoms, but when you're dealing with pimples or dryness or wrinkles or whatever, you're just much more motivated to take action. And that's why we want to meet women at this like sort of first instance and, and then help them, help them guide them along the way. Like, I think the, the echoing thing I've heard from our customers is like, why did it take me so long to get to these findings? Right. Like, why did it take me so long to figure out that I have hypothyroidism, that I was, you know, um, my high cortisol was causing all these issues. Um, and, and by starting in a place where people are kind of familiar and take action. And I think that's, you know, what we're looking to do and, and grow from there. One of the things that's so interesting that has become a theme in everything we talk about in Business of the V is how interconnected everything is. So you can't think yeah. about sexual health without thinking about mental health. And, you know, the idea of your skin as a barometer or a report card or a signal of what's going on is really quite interesting. How, 
hard a concept is that for consumers to understand because it's really an entirely different way of looking at skin. You know, there's some education required, but at at the fundamentals, I I think every woman knows that their hormones influence their skin, right? You know, they've seen it on their face every month where they've seen (laughs) changes and they they have no idea, like what our job is to help educate them on on what what those changes means and what actual hormones they mean. You know, I think it's, it's kind of funny. We've actually talked to some folks who who they're like, oh, I hate progesterone. It totally screws up my skin. I'm like, actually, progesterone is like an anti-inflammatory, but it's because of your cycles and when the levels of progesterone drop in the later half of your cycle um, that you start to see the dominance of uh, of other you know, male hormones or see breakouts. And, and it's really these fluctuations that cause um, some of these uh, changes. So, you know, I, I think there is some definitely uh, education that we want to provide people so they feel like they actually know what it means. And it's not just like some buzzword of like, oh, my estrogen is low or, or, um, or what have you, but they're like, okay, so now what do I do about it? And, um, you know, I think what we want to do is really connect for people, the connection between the products that you use and how that affects your hormonal health and safety as well, which is why we've kind of, you know, landed on being, again, scientifically clean, free of all known or potential endocrine disruptors and, and, uh, you know, making sure that that connection is clear. And, and our belief there is just, you know, there's so many other things going on in your life and body. Why, why not make you know, the right decisions on skin and let everything else, let all the other craziness sort of work its way out. You obviously are gathering a lot of information and focusing right now on skin. Um, but it strikes mm-hmm. me, as I'm sure it has you, that the platform could give you information on a whole range of different things. You know, what's next mm-hmm. for Veracity? Is it a broader range of skincare measures? Are you thinking about other broader categories, you know, to the extent that this is public and that you can share it? Sure. I mean, all of the above. I mean, con- like one of our, uh, again, principles of our company is sort of never, never settling and never being happy with sort of the status quo and sort of always being like, what can we, what else can we do? And so, you know, near term next year, we'll, we're actually releasing 10 more skincare products. One of the interesting things for us is uh, when we get to see what people care about with their results, what they click on the skin parts, the health parts, the you know, diet supplements is, you know, and then like, there's so many other areas of personal care that do affect our effect by hormones. So hair, body, et cetera. Like, so the sort of, um, we're going to listen to the data and listen to our customers and, you know, just make great products and solutions along the way. Amazing. I think you've, you've truly married, uh, you know, health medicine and beauty all in one. So uh, congratulations. Yeah. We're, we're very excited to see where this goes and hopefully you'll come out with some sunscreen soon. That would be helpful. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> Mineral <Yeah>. sunscreen. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, thank you so much. And we wish you continued success. It's great to meet you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, hopefully hopefully we are and just helping, uh, you know, bring women to a, a better skin and health journey with us. Thank you so much for having us. Don't forget, subscribe to our podcast at businessofthev.com for the latest trends and trendsetters in women's health and business.